0: Ready. Set. Gamecast. Welcome to Ready Set Gamecast, a bi weekly podcast about video games and the Twilight Zone. I'm Bryce, and you are traveling. To another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but also of Darien.
1: Um uh, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> A journey into the one wond- wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination and Sarah's left ear.
2: From Sunny Johannesburg. <laughs>
0: Your next stop, the Podcast Zone. That was, that, was my, that was my Twilight Zone intro.
2: You'll never be Jordan Peele, but it's all good. Yeah. Neither will I.
0: I Personally, I prefer uh, Br- Broken Mirror? Black Mirror? Black, Black Mirror. Mirror. Yeah. But Jordan Peele probably is going to nail the new.
2: That's an opinion.
0: The new Twilight Zone. We'll see.
2: Have any of you seen like, the new Twilight Zone? Mm-mm.
0: Is it out? Oh,
2: there's at least two episodes out
0: now. Oh. I was going to say, I haven't even seen his movies, so I can't speak to that level. Well,
2: I'll, I'll get you after this for that.
0: Um, Well, while <laughs> we're all not seeing the Twilight Zone, what have Darian been playing?
1: I've been playing League of Legends. Didn't you quit that? Nope. Okay. I took a hiatus. I never said that I quit. In fact, I know I've explicitly stated I will never quit League of Legends because I've put too much goddamn money into it to step away from
2: it and not feel bad. That sounds like a gambling addiction.
0: It basically is a gambling addiction. See, here's the thing, though. If you quit it, you would stop putting money into it, but because you keep playing, you keep putting money in.
1: It's something that I enjoy thoroughly, okay?
2: Sometimes.
0: Do you? Because every time you talk about it or <laughs> are play you sure? it, you tell me how bad Everyone it is. Everyone I know
2: who's ever played League of Legends has been like, it's the worst. It's horrible. And I'm like, why don't are you play playing it? it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Whenever anybody's
1: like, should I try League? I'm like, no. please, God, no. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> I'm already lost. <sighs> don't. <laughs> don't
2: do this to yourself.
0: Uh well Sarah what have you been playing?
2: I've been playing I've not been playing a whole lot. I've more just been dabbling and dipping the old toes back into uh Kingdom Hearts 3 which is just a slog cuz I'm still in the the Disney stuff. I don't know how much you guys have talked about Kingdom Hearts 3 already. But uh, um we did a, a light decent amount.
0: Oh, a, a light bit of just kind of how we felt about it and a little bit of spoilery, just kind of like have you so you haven't finished? No. Okay.
2: Definitely not. I'm only like two or three worlds in. Oh. But I'm just. I I was kind of annoyed by what I'd already played, and I'm trying to still get to the end where apparently all the the Kingdom Hearts or yeah plot stuff happens. But
0: they they shove shove all the actual like meat into the back.
1: They really do, don't they? It's not really well placed. Yeah. No. Paste. Paste. Sad story. King of Hearts. Not I me. Mean, not game related. But I lo- loaned my copy of the game to a coworker, and he got fired. <laughs> so I don't know if I'm getting it back. Oh, that's awkward.
0: why? Why did you fire him?
1: I didn't. My boss did, and it was because of uh... he,
0: was he stealing people's video games? <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> what? Unrelated, but yeah, I guess. <laughs> he... He did. So now it's just too awkward to try to get it back. Well,
1: everybody keeps telling me that he will probably still give it back, but I haven't spoken to him since he got fired because I don't know what to say. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be, be like, awkward. Hey, hey, sorry you lost your job. Can I have my video game Yeah, just, just be like,
0: hey, you got you got a lot of free time. You probably finished. I think you King need this Hearts more now. than I
2: do. <laughs>
0: oh, I, I just be like, you, you probably beat it now. You don't have anything else going on. Can I have a back?
1: Actually, so the other problem is that he didn't have a PlayStation controller because his ex let her dogs chew his up. So I I was supposed to also loan him a controller. And the shift that I finally remembered to bring it in, my boss is like, hey, so
2: I fired this guy. <laughs> God, God damn
1: You're it. You're like,
2: damn it. I gave him a I loaned him a game. <laughs> like, yeah, I, and I brought that up warned to my me. boss,
1: too. I was like, oh, man, I'm never getting that game back. <laughs> it would have been great like, if
2: you could have like coordinated with your boss to be like, to be like, you know what, before you fire him. I need to get this game back. So you ask, you're like, "Hey, I need it back within like the next few days." And then he does and gets fired. He's like,
0: "Wait."
1: He brings it in, and then I'm like, "All right, there's the there it is. You can do it."
0: Boss boss." needs to talk to you. So,
2: (laughs) thanks for the game. Um, But other than that, I've uh, I've been playing uh, Sekiro. Uh, Played that a lot, but haven't gotten very far because it's Sekiro, and Mm -hmm. I've been playing a whole lot of Soul Calibur Six because. We're going to Evo uh, in August, and we're, me, some friends, and my boyfriend are pondering uh, signing up to actually play. Not realistically to win anything, but just because I'm told it's very fun to actually play the, the circuits a little bit and like see which of your friends make it past a few brackets.
0: Um, when's the Evo?
2: It's August. I want to say it's like August 1st. It's oh. like the very, be- it's like the first weekend in August.
0: Because I, I, before the podcast, I was like, "You should come to PAX West," and I was like, "That's also in August, which it's the last Ooh. weekend. It's Labor Day weekend."
2: Oh, okay. So yeah. it's
0: it's kind of that end of August, beginning of September thing. Yeah. But yeah, t- taking two, I would say taking two trips in uh, a month is is uh, pretty chaotic. But I'm literally going to be going from one convention. To Pax West, so well, there you go. It's gonna be it's gonna be a shit show for me, like that.
2: And it's uh, Pax West is like more broad and like has a lot more like fun, high profile gaming oh, yeah. like stuff. But Las Vegas is a four hour drive, and there's pools and stuff. So
0: because Seattle has no pools, Seattle is a pool. I hear. Yeah, they have a ocean. <laughs> uh, the The Airbnb I'm looking at is got ocean view. So oh, nice. Yeah i'm looking i'm looking at some so you're stuff. having
2: like the big packs party the house party
0: uh yeah i i'm pretty sure Airbnbs love when you just be like hey who how many people can we fit in this place
2: i mean no <laughs> one's gotta know unless they're one of those ones that like tapes you in secret or yeah. it can't be secret that's illegal but who tapes you <laughs> <laughs> they just they have to disclose it
0: um yeah video games uh how how familiar like have you played all the other kingdom heart games
2: uh, I I played one and two in Chain of Memories, I think that's it. Oh, the I played like the the final mix of Kingdom Hearts two, and um, haven't played like the I I started the the one on the Vita, the uh, Birth by Sleep. I oh, didn't yeah. get very far in that. I just I just youtubed that shit.
0: There's a lot of people's favorites. A lot of people like the characters from that. I didn't get too far.
2: Yeah, I didn't get very far either. And I I was I kept expecting like. Kingdom Hearts 3 to not include a lot of plot oh, from no. at least Every,
0: they at least I know. It's, it's they referenced. give you that nice
2: little little um recap, I guess, and they're like, Oh, guess what? It's just this crap that you weren't expecting. I'm like, when did that happen? I'm like, You were really expecting someone to play all of these? <laughs>
0: Uh <laughs> I I ended up finally watching the cutscenes because the, the collection has the cutscenes from recoded on yeah. it. And I ended up watching that right before I was like, wow, they even referenced the like random scenes from that. And uh I also rewatched three six three fifty eight over two days. We call it numbers.
1: Three five eight days over two.
0: Yeah which that I, I i ended up playing that on the ds when it came out and like that flet, like fleshes out Roxas and um uh axel axel's story so much that like it it completely recontextualizes uh 2 for me um, and then yeah obviously that's cool. obviously like the a lot of i imagine you will be very confused as things progress
2: I was mostly, I, I definitely um, uh, YouTubed a lot of scenes from, from the DS game as well, but I'm mostly playing three just because, out of out of a sense of, like, I have to, because I was such a big fan of Kingdom Hearts when I played Kingdom Hearts 2 and stuff, so I just was so into it that I have to play it, but by now, I'm just like, this shit is so confusing and ridiculous. And I just have never cared much about the Disney stuff. Like I like the classic Disney stuff, like the Aladdin and like Alice in Wonderland and Nightmare Before Christmas and stuff. But they're like, oh, Big Hero Six and Frozen. I'm like, I don't. This is not my stuff. So,
0: so, so you're into the like Sora stuff, the yeah. Sora story. Okay.
2: More, just more the like, yeah, the original, the original plot. Just grin and bear it, girl. You, yeah. you,
0: you might be excited for what. Might be happening in the future games because the the secret movie seems to be going a certain way.
2: Nice. Well, I was one of those. Um, I was also one of those those terrible people that was just obsessed with the organization when it finally happened. Oh my god! All right, all yes.
0: right. <laughs> yeah, the kid. The, the like, organization oh, yes, Kingdom stuff.
2: Hearts. You mean like black robe people? The movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those guys. Those guys are still popping around doing their thing. Um bopping around. And and it seems like the story is going to be more focused on the stuff pertaining to the mobile game going forward, which is the reason like once the that the credits Absolutely rolled not. Once the credits rolled on 3, I was like, "Oh, guess I got to play the mobile game now." Because there was actually a really cool moment in the game that was like for the the uh those players and, players and was like yeah. that is dope and I figured that's all there was going to be but then like a secret movie comes around and it's like nope it's only about that and literally the story is unfolding right now in the mobile game there, there is stuff like I have I have it's a character that we know has a sister who has died and I know who it is
2: oh my god I can't I just can't. I'm gonna just Google it. PM you. Yeah, you need to tell me.
0: Um,
2: I would say PM me too because I normally don't give a shit about spoilers, but like the plot is literally the only thing keeping me going through this ridiculous gameplay and Disney crap. So I'm like, if I have any hope of finishing it i have to like not know what's going to happen yet so do you just like hate the disney world stories or are you just like not
1: liking the gameplay in general
2: i've never been like a huge disney fan i like the, the, the the really old ones like bring a lot of nostalgia and stuff for me but like all the new stuff like i'm not a big pixar person i'm not a big like like the disney animation of of new but also yeah the gameplay like the it's just ridiculous like as opposed to Kingdom Hearts 2. I thought the gameplay was fun. It was, like, still a tiny bit floaty for me. But this is, like, like constantly, like, all the transformations and all the special attacks and moves and stuff. They're just, like, I, th- I feel like they overcomplicate things so much. And I'm constantly, like, trying to fight things and, like, falling off of a platform it took me forever to get on and stuff. Are you playing on easy? No. <laughs> oh, okay. I played on easy and it wasn't because <laughs> I and it also was felt easy. the same. Well way. it's not that it's hard. Like it's not that it's really hard, it's just monotonous. it's I don't know how this is possible, but it's somehow both monotonous and just way too complicated and varied. Like it seems like th- as long as I keep hitting button, like the thing keeps happening, but it just arbitrarily starts looking different and feeling different and I thought two was good because it gives you time to work into all the extra options, like the, the spinning and floating and extra attacks and summons and stuff as you progress through the game instead of just giving you this big heaping yeah. of extra combat crap like right away that just explodes all up in your face.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pulling in like random mechanics from other game series like the, mm. uh, was it, Lockshot is from... Yeah. Uh, um, birth by Shot sleep Shotlock Shot is is from birth by sleep which uh, i think that was also did they have that in the dream drop distance
2: uh yes yeah, they, yeah. that seems like something they would have in that and from then, what i
0: remember seeing flow motion was also in uh dream drop distance so they're they're like okay there there's these mechanics so they're not just taking
2: story from these other random games they're taking like gameplay mechanics yeah, they're,
0: they're kind of like Because like, oh, Sora kind of learned how to do this stuff before. They
2: did not have shotlock in 3D.
0: Okay, but flow but they, motion was. But they had a flow motion. Okay, so yeah, they're yeah. kind of like bringing that in, but at the same time resetting him. It's kind of
1: yeah. The thing that I hate the most is you get to, to the beginning of the game, and it's like, and here is why in the plot it makes sense that Sora forgot all this shit. Like, fuck you,
2: God. Like, damn or it. I could just start because with- <laughs> because I feel like the. The powers you have starting, like, going into Kingdom Hearts 3 when you start is, like, so comparable to the stuff you have at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2 when you've unlocked, Mm -hmm. like, all your forms and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, you could just say, like, I don't know, just scale it all up. Be like, Mm -hmm. oh, these new ones are really powerful or something like that and... Just not make it look so weird.
0: They kind of have have to reset you each numbered one. Obviously, one you're starting off blank, but by two you did the chain of memories stuff, so you reset because you had your memories. Your wiped. memories
2: were erased.
0: And and three, you, <laughs> you almost got Norded. So
2: it's so it's so ridiculous. Like it's all so ridiculous, and I'm like rolling my eyes into the back of my head, but I'm still like, oh, those robes.
0: I will say, <laughs> give me the robes. I will say once <laughs> you get to the final act, once you get through the disney worlds there are so many cool moments that right. happen that really are just like no are I you keep kidding that me? it
1: keeps me it keeps, keeps me going stop talking about kingdom hearts okay. before i have a I know, up. right
0: um but yeah uh so games that i've been playing i have been playing red dead redemption too um and i how many horses do you have I have gone through many horses, and my girlfriend has been Wait, watching.
2: Gone through?
0: Well, well, because you're like—I
2: don't know how many horses you can have, but just know you can. You, need you horses. can
0: have an active one. You can have a temporary one, and you can stable four. So you can have pokeballs. T- technically six, <laughs> um, but uh, so so like you know, you'll start off with like a really like shitty horse, and then like as you get through, you can get find better horses and stuff. Um and I am at the point where I got like an Arabian like a really like it's got all the fat like all those st- Bells good and stats. The, the, it goes so <laughs> fast and and can take so many bullets. You can fit
1: so much spaghetti in this.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> but um they call
2: him Sonic the horse. <laughs>
0: It very much seemed like the ge- game was leading up to the end. Um and the the like on the save screen it was like 50% story and I was like that has to be including like side missions and like legendary hunts and all the random stuff. Um and then I did what I thought was going to be the like last big job and then the story kept going and I'm oh, almost no. at the point where it's like Okay, you should have ended it there. That was your shot. And I'm almost like I kind of have to take a break from it for a minute and then come back. And I've been wow, tr-
1: Bryce, you're really selling me on RDR2. <laughs> I
0: was I was pushing Darian to play it and now I'm almost going like I think it's too long for Darian <laughs> because it's it's <laughs> It has great characters and cool gameplay, and so much going on. It's just really long, and if you're like when.
2: But it's all about the journey, not the destination. Yeah.
0: Um, some some really yeah. So I guess I will report back when it's when I finally uh, finished it to to tell you hey, it's all worth it.
1: Hey, it's done now, and I'm not playing it again. <laughs> so
2: now it's your turn.
0: But uh <laughs> You do it. I uh I'm taking a break from it. Um and I will tell you what I'm taking a break with it, but first I'll explain how I got there. So um I've got some friends uh that I showed a little bit of VR to. Uh we were doing an extra live stream and I was like, Oh, I have a VR headset, do you wanna try it real quick? And they checked out a couple um things before they uh, had to take off. It was just like, hey, we're, we got like half an hour before we have to go and I'm like, uh, what well, can I run them through really quick? Um, I don't even remember what... I think I think I put them in Pearl, which is like this little like animated movie that's like really, really cool. Um, but I ended up, this time, because it was just like, hey, you're coming over, you're just doing VR. I showed them Beat Saber. That was their favorite. Um...
2: It's a workout.
0: Yeah, and they they they've been adding new songs in there. They've got that League of Legends song that all the kids are about.
2: Yeah, I haven't played in a while, but I do want to check that out because the lack of songs was like one of my biggest complaints. Because I'm like, this is so fun, and it needs new songs without me having to like, I don't know, mod it or download it, oh, download yeah. other things. I,
0: I've I've modded it, but it seems that when they update it, it seems to break the modding. So I've, I've just kind of been like, fuck it. We'll just go with what they give us because I, yeah. don't, I don't play it too often. Um, but uh, uh, I also ended up showing, when I was looking for stuff to show them, I came across that apparently Google did this, like they have this Google Spotlight thing of all of these VR movie experiences that Google uh, has put out there free of like, these are really cool VR stuff. Um, one of which is Age of Sail, which is this cool little story um, about a sailor who is, who is um, like, he's got an old boat and he's basically been run out by modern cruise ships and stuff. Like, this is, I don't know, you know... I don't know, the fifties or whatever. Like this, this is, this is old time, but just like as modernization is starting to, to replace like sail, like proper sailboats where people are just like, we have a motor, we can just do this. Um, and he, he's basically like sailing out in the ocean, um, going to die. Like, he's just like, I'm, I'm, I'm old. I'm going to die. And a girl falls off one of those cruise ships, um, and he ends up saving her and, and he basically like, it, it's, you know, him kind of having to try, try and catch, the, catch this ship, um, this motorized ship with his ship. And it's, it's a really cool story. And there was moments, even I, they were in the headset, but I was watching on the screen and there was really cool moments. in just, it and I imagine her, with the sense of presence. Like I asked her, like, do you feel like you're on the boat? She's like, Yeah. Um so that was How really long cool. are they? I would say five to ten minutes. They're really, really quick like uh experiences. That's cool. Uh so search Google Spotlight on um Steam and you should find like about ten of them. Um, another one that we found was called Peggy and they toted this as an interactive experience. And I think to a certain extent it is, but the, I think they do that to kind of trick you at the same time. Cause it's just a white void with a little cartoon piggy running around doing exercises. And there's a cake, a chocolate cake in a stand. And, and he's kind of wandering around and they're like, if you don't look, uh, catch him, he will grab that cake. So you kind of like kind of have to keep an eye and keep on the cake and stuff. And I remember she she was playing, and at one point they kind of like had him running left. And and the noises were coming left, so she starts looking left, and then the pig du- and like she turns, and then the pig doubles back to the cake, and it was like, like the pig faked her. Yeah, and I was like, that is really <laughs> clever. Like they made use of the fact of like you are looking at him, trying to catch him to like mess with you, and it was That's like, that, cool. yeah, that that is a really cool use of. Is that just the- on the vibe? Uh, I mean it's on Steam, so I imagine you can probably get it. However, I think Oculus can play uh steam games and was that
2: like was that head tracking or was that eye tracking
0: i th- i think it's based on where your head is pointed i don't think okay. it's has eye tracking so because your head has to be uh pointed to him because i've noticed that like if you uh don't look at him you can hear him walking around and stuff and if you're if you don't see him then like the story doesn't progress you'll just keep going until you like look um but while i was looking for games to play i ended up going oh you know what i haven't done in a while elite dangerous and oh uh, god yeah here we go <laughs> and ended up getting into that again and i ended up spending a lot i that has been the game that i've been messing with uh since i've been playing playing red dead redemption so it's a a space simulator where you're flying around and you can do everything from haul cargo, haul people, hunt bounties, mine stuff. You they've added expansions where you can land on planets now and like drive around in little rovers and stuff.
2: So that sounds awesome
0: okay and then yeah i ended up doing it and i invited sarah to come in and play with me and the fact that she's going like sounds awesome is like
2: i no, honestly the whole thing sounds awesome i was just i jumped in when i jumped into your game bryce i was just having like a bitch of a time i don't know how else to explain it like i don't it's just every time i went to like shoot or do something with with the turrets like the wrong thing was selected or, like, the wrong thing was, like, on or the setting was janky and I, like, didn't even know what half the settings did and that just, I probably just need to get used to the controls a little more, but for just a jump in and do it, it was not working out for me.
0: There were several issues that I did invite Sarah. What They have a multi-crew thing where uh, if your the ship you have supports it, you can have another player take over, like, your guns. You have to A have a slot for them to sit and then your gun has to also support that mode. Um but I, I ended up getting both some guns that supported that and, and my ship had enough space. So it's like, oh Sarah, you have VR, let's let's do this. And you did, at first didn't think you had a controller, but then you're like, oh let me try the steam controller.
2: Yeah, that controller, I can probably attribute a lot of the uh, jankiness to. But it it had a lot to do with, like, I had to be looking at, I had to have, like, my visor pointed at the right, like, line item of the thing I was trying to change, like, in in menus and stuff. And it was just very hard because I was working with a controller that wasn't, wasn't sensitive and wasn't really, like workable while trying to make sure my head didn't move from like a single line I was trying to adjust the whole time and then there were so many lines to adjust it was just like I said a bitch of a time yeah
0: that's honestly like the fact that um, you can different screens will pop up depending on where you look um, is a cool thing that you can do in VR and you can actually like
2: that part is cool it it got a little frustrating because it was kind of touchy but like that part is pretty cool
0: yeah I, I I will play on my monitor and and I can tap in and then have a free look and then I'll look where I need to do, but just being able to have that where I can just have the headset down and just go, "I need to look over here is really convenient. There you hadn't really played Elite Dangerous before you jumped not in. Not really me.
2: like not since I was playing with the with the Oculus like developers kit, so it'd been really, really long time.
0: Yeah, so there's I think I think that was also an issue is that like you hadn't played in so long you didn't remember the controls. Um and then I also like afterwards I I had never done the turret, so I couldn't really speak of like here's what you need to be doing. Um so I ended up afterwards Googling some YouTube videos to be like, Well, what's you know, what's it supposed to be for her? How's it done? Yeah, and I think one of the issues we were having was you could get your lasers working because I I had control of a laser because it was not set for Maldicru and you had a laser, but you also had two other weapons that you couldn't figure out how to fire. Which... I think I ended up finding out was that one of them you need to have the cursor on the thing for a long time to like lock onto it because it's like a target lock thing, and the other one you need to be within one kilometer. You have to be basically right against it to be able to shoot the torpedoes. So it was like, oh, it's because I chose real bad guns. I should have done better guns. So. I think next time if we we end up uh playing together I'm just going to put like a bunch of lasers and cannons that can just shoot yeah. whenever. So it'll Well I'll
2: also I'll, I'll get a better controller. I can say that one. But um also I think just I would have had no way of telling what guns we had honestly. Like yeah. I was just trying to navigate the menus was kind of rough.
0: Yeah, but I've been, I've been playing a lot of it and it's um in VR it is super immersive. I I just like
2: That part is true.
0: Yeah, it is it is cool because both in the normal game, like a playing pancake, you're looking you're in a seat of the cockpit and you are looking at first person. You're not like looking at your ship in space. You are in the ship and looking at the controls in front of you. And in VR it's the same situation of like you are in the seat and it makes it feel so cool. Like going docking in a station is both in VR is like so it's like scary and intense it's just like fly into this hole but it's like i'm gonna die we're all gonna die this is real life <laughs> but uh it's real cool and like playing I, i've been kind of grinding trying to get better ships so that if we do do multi uh, ship again then we I'll have like a big dope ship and we can go blow up the pirate kings. I did notice we were we were we were shooting at some like defectors that were just like I just don't want to Just kill-.
2: little little yeah. bitch baby defectors. They're <laughs> like here yeah, this will be easy.
0: They were like I don't want to fight people anymore and they were like well we're going to come kill you. You're going to fight <laughs> us. Um, but I was looking at the pirate kings and there were a few of them we probably could have attacked because they were marked of like, Hey, anybody could kill this pirate king. He's kind of a bitch. Um, so if we play a game, we might, we might go try to kill some pirate kings. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, another game I played, uh, do you know of Tearaway for the PlayStation 4 or of the Vita?
2: That's the, yeah, that's the one where you're, mm, you're like, it's
0: artsy. It, yeah. It's, it's all made out of crafts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I ended up playing through that all on uh, the Vita, and I remember that being a fun little thing. And yeah. uh, my girlfriend had a P- PlayStation 4 camera, um, so I, and I ended up plugging that in. I was like, oh, we'll be a good use of that. And I was like, oh, Tearaway Unfolded. I remember I have that from PlayStation Plus, so uh, I was playing a little bit of that. And um, it's fun. Like, I, I, it's, it's really cute. She, she ended up being very absorbed of, like, you need to get rid of all the newspaper it needs to all look great and I'm like okay people will forget that apparently there's a Playstation second screen app that works with certain games and Tearaway being one of them and you can design stuff in the app to to be sent into the game and we messed with that a little bit at one point, she drew a di- uh, dick and sent that into the game. So there was like little dicks uh, flying around in the air around <laughs> me.
2: <laughs> At first, nice. I was
0: like, uh, um, "I was like, oh, you put a hat in?" and she's like, "It's not a hat." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, no.
2: oh! It's an it's an airplane." Yeah,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so Tearaway is cool if you've got a camera. It's, it's it, like, it, if you look up into the moon, it'll always show your camera, so you're always, like, present in the world. And they're, they're always referring to you. They're like, oh, you need to go to the U, which is the player. So it's <laughs> kind of, like, it's very fourth-wall breaking, and it's really cool. It's cute. Um, but that is a great PlayStation game, which leads us to the news. Where Mr. PlayStation himself, Kaz Harai, will be retiring from Sony.
2: Mr. Kaz PlayStation.
0: Yeah. Uh why is he Mr. PlayStation? I don't know. Honestly, I have heard the name many times associated yeah. with PlayStation, but I could not
2: I thought I always thought it was like in the context of some fighting game or like or or Smash, but it couldn't be Smash because he's Mr. Playstation. So yeah. uh he's going to go hang out in the in the in the winners club with with um with Reggie with people who just are done being executives.
0: Yeah, but Sony Corporation chairman Kaz Harai, the former head of the company's PlayStation business, is retiring. Uh Harai will step down as chairman in June 18th, bringing his 35 uh year career at Sony to a close. So he's already left PlayStation, but he will be leaving Sony entirely mm. after this. Um, so, good luck, and I hope him a good life from now on.
2: I also hope him good life.
0: Um, (laughs) well, I hope Borderlands 3 is a good game, because it's been announced. And what I hear was a very clumsy reveal. Apparently, they were having issues with the trailer, and just kind of stalled for time for a while at the PAX East, um... But we have the uh, trailer and some information. And I love Borderlands 1. I played through all of that. I think I stalled out halfway through Borderlands 2. Borderlands, I think, is a great game to play with friends. And if you don't have that, it's just kind of okay.
2: If you don't have friends. <laughs> the stories always seemed really interesting, but like I started the first one and it seemed just too, it felt too MMO y. Like the, the, the objective system and stuff like that. And I was just like, uh eh. And then never got back into it.
0: Have you played Tales from the Borderlands? The Telltale. No, game? I
2: keep thinking I probably should. That seems up my alley because the stories always seemed neat, and everyone says it's really good. Yeah, it's just that part of it. So oh.
0: I see. I hear that uh, it's like the second best. Like obviously, The Walking Dead is the best ta- Telltale game, and I hear people go, oh, "Wolf like,
2: Among Us" is pretty awesome.
0: Huh. I I hear I hear uh, Tales from the Borderlands is is one of the best, and um, when they were showed that the character from Tales from the Borderlands is in Borderlands 3. I saw somebody tweet of like, fine, I'll play your dumb shooter because you put this character in. Um, yeah, it's got the four different uh, vault hunters. Uh, a buff hunter. Let me see. Doo-doo-doo. Oh yeah, the, the, the uh, girl whose power allows her to have like six fists. Um, There is one that can summon in a mech, a older male hunter who uses a gadget that will create a holographic version of himself, which seems like that guy from Apex.
2: I was about to say, these all sound like Overwatch characters.
0: And a android or robot hunter appears to fight alongside... Oh, um, the Beastmaster guy who uh, allows you to have different pets. Um, that or they should off.
2: totally work like... A, a, the same basic character from apex into it because apex totally has like the psycho or the the guy yeah the um there was a character from borderlands that they added to apex octane. not not from borderlands but he looks just like yeah, a character it, it's, from Borderlands.
0: Uh, it's octane the new they should one. be like
2: we see what you did there and then just take someone from apex
0: But Borderlands 3 has announced that on PC they will be an epic game store exclusive for six months. Which brings us to our next story. Damn. Borderlands 2 is the first game to have anti review review bombing uh, actions in place on Steam. Obviously, after this news, people went to Borderlands 2 or 3? Two because it's not okay. on three. They went to two and were just said it sucks and, and like as protest for for uh, being announced that Borderlands three is uh, exclusive. What? Yeah, because I, okay, yeah, okay, sure. Pe- people are being whiny. So, uh, <laughs> Steam um, put in a page to go off top off topic review activity. And said, from April 3rd to April 6th, we are basically saying these reviews do not count because this is related to something that is not about the game itself. And, you know, you can read the reviews. They have a little button that says you can rev- read them, but we're not including them in the overall score. This, this is not about the game. Which, I think, I think this review bombing has been an issue. Uh, for a while. It's an issue for
2: like almost anything people will yeah. take like an aspect of something like Captain Marvel or like name a thing and if they're if they're whiny enough about any unrelated aspect, they'll just be like, "Oh, let's take down the metacritic score by being real real whiny." Yeah. So just cuz we're mad.
0: But yeah, it's good that uh, Steam is finally taking actions to to try and curtail that that sort of activity and and hopefully that like if people go, well, they'll just mark it as a review bomb, so what's the point of even doing it? It might, people won't do it in the future. Because if you're not, if you're not, the end goal is it reached, why bother?
2: Yeah. Because you're mad, you need an outlet for it.
0: But I hope something that I don't get mad about is the Hyperlight Drifter TV series that will be coming from creator Alex Preston and Castlevania's. Adi Shikar, uh, are you familiar with the Hyperlight Drifter video game? Yep. Darian, do you?
2: No. I wonder if the cartoon's going to be difficult. Like, I don't know how that could possibly be the case, <laughs> but I've played. <laughs> Is going to be l- hard? Like, like Sekiro, <laughs> like it's the game's so pretty and it's so cool. I've played so much of it, but gotten not very far at all, just because I've gotten just just curb stomped by very pretty, brightly colored. Monsters.
0: Have you seen the Castlevania Netflix cartoon? I
2: watched the first episode. I wasn't like gripped by it. I keep saying I'm gonna go back to it, but I never did. Oh, it's so good.
0: Season one seemed to get to the point a lot quicker. Season two had a lot more downtime, but the the fight scenes were so so good. And no, knowing that the guys between uh, behind that are going to be working on Hyperlight Drifter is very exciting and if they keep that like sounds
2: awesome that that just sounds so cool like the is it gonna be hard like i don't know how a cartoon can be hard but like yeah. it's just a crack on how hard the video game is but like the the, the game is visually stunning and the yeah. story that i got to is really interesting so i'm really excited
0: yeah all they really have to do for me is keep the aesthetic and yeah exactly told me I have yet to be able to... I, I, try, I dipped in a little bit to uh, Hyperlight Drifter, but I have not played too much. Uh, maybe I will end up playing some on the Nintendo Switch, and maybe I'll get a new controller for it, but probably not, because this new controller that's coming out is more for the Fortnite gamers. Uh, a new controller has been announced that will allow you to be able to... You Fortnite chat without the weird nintendo app that exists um <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know about the nintendo thing that like i if don't you... really
2: i don't really play on the switch much at all but okay. those tiny wonky controllers are just they're too small
0: Oh, yeah, I've got, like, three Pro controllers, so I'm Yeah, good. Glenn's
2: got a Pro controller, but I'm still just like, no, it's, it's I don't like any of that.
0: But but, but this uh, new controller basically looks like a Pro controller. It is wired in, and it will have an auxiliary port to allow you to plug in a headset. Um, oh, wow. And the, it uh, features support for Viviox integrated in-game chat. So if the game runs on Viviox for its chat protocols then you will be able to plug in your headset and talk without any without a phone or any th- sort of third party voice chat. Um apparently Fortnite is the game like the most well known that runs Viviox. Um it's kind of cool. Uh, it's kind of dumb that Nintendo even made this have to exist with the way they're doing voice chat, but it's cool that maybe this is a step... Maybe that, they
2: have a peripheral planned someday.
0: Yeah, maybe... That's maybe, how I get you. Maybe we'll see Nintendo do do this with all games in the future. Uh, but the company making this controller says right now it's going to work with Viviox uh, integrated chat, and they're hoping to be able to uh, get it set up so... Every game that has chat, all all chat protocols will be supported uh, down the line. Um, So that's a cool little thing. But uh, until then, I will probably be playing some other Nintendo Switch games, and maybe I'll be playing them in VR. What? What? Uh, So we already know that uh, Nintendo Labo is coming out with a VR Labo set, which many of it's real goofy. There's like a camera and an I was gonna say,
2: how much more advanced is it gonna be than just Google Cardboard? Because that's already a cardboard yeah. VR
0: system that exists. It is. It is. I mean it's Nintendo Labo. We already we already knew it's a uh, cardboard and stuff. And I've seen Facebook deals where like do VR for your uh Switch and it's like don't do that. It doesn't support that. And I now it does. So, I don't know if they were like
2: we got to get in on that.
0: Yeah, we're inspired. People they were like people are buying this thing that we don't that doesn't work, so maybe we should like make our own. Um, but Along with the the, uh, Nintendo Labo little kits uh, stuff that they've announced, you will be able to play full-on Nintendo titles uh, in VR coming soon. Um, This includes uh, little snippets of Mario Odyssey. Uh, I guess a few little uh, worlds will be available.
2: I was going to say, so it'll be, like, a limited portion of each game in VR? Or are they going to, like, port, like, a first-person view for it? Well,
0: uh, Mario Odyssey will support a bite-sized experience with players getting to complete three mini-missions in the Cap, Seaside, and Luncheon kingdoms. But uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild seems to be fully supported with snippets of play from all over Hyrule being featured in the teaser. So it looks like Breath of the Wild will be fully playable in VR.
2: Make it even more like Skyrim.
0: Yeah, Uh, which which we saw, they put out a teaser of that on Twitter. Um, This is from the Polygon article by Cass Marshall. Um, So... This is really cool. Like I honestly it is fascinating to see that like literally everyone is supporting VR. Even Nintendo has a VR has a, like a really bizarre VR headset, but their console is VR capable.
2: It was it it had to be bizarre if it's Nintendo, but yeah, it definitely is um it's encouraging for everyone to see that like this is a technology that everyone's embracing and trying to trying to bring into the mainstream.
0: Yeah, I will say that uh the, I, I've seen when the VR headset was announced, I heard people going like, the Nintendo Switch is a 720p, like, device. It's going to look so bad. It's going to
2: throw up everywhere.
0: <laughs> um, and that's... Well, but
2: that's, that
1: that's probably coming in tandem with the, the new unconfirmed, but also confirmed Switch system that's going to be more...
0: Powerful. ...advanced. Yeah, well... Yeah. I I would hope that the new one is maybe ten eighty P portably and we'll see. Uh I was I was fine with it of like, oh, they're just gonna have these random things that probably don't you don't need great graphics or whatever for um that everything's gonna be so big you won't even notice. But if you're playing Legend of Zelda, it could be a thing, but we'll I guess it's one of those things that we'll wait and see and, and it. You know, if this takes off, it could be cool. Personally, I would be curious to see if people are able to rip it and put it on a good headset. <laughs>
2: hopefully it's like hopefully it's good, but even if it's shitty, like even when there's shitty things out there, like as long as the, the technology is like saturating every every part of the yeah. gaming market, they'll they'll adapt and they'll find a way to make it better.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy to see the PlayStation VR is one of the least powerful headsets. Um, But it's been pushing VR so much more than, you know, Oculus or the Vive really has been because Sony's been supporting it so much. So it doesn't take the most powerful uh, headset to be making waves.
2: No, definitely not. The thing is, like, they I'm so surprised even to this day they haven't, like, come up with a better controller solution for it. Because more often than not, I'll just use the regular PlayStation controller rather than the Move controllers unless they're absolutely required just because they're, like, such old hunks of plastic and just take forever to charge like they don't have the standard charge port it's just like i don't know it's trying to use like a super new like a newer technology with like super old technology and it's annoying
0: yeah
2: it could be something they're holding off on like down the line for PlayStation Five or something in the next VR iteration, but for now I'm just like, God, really? Like you just, I get that they're like, oh, m- lots of people already have these, so it's like a peripheral you don't have to buy. But at what cost? Like seriously, it's so. I I have difficulties with them. I do like a lot of PSVR games I've played, but the controllers are not. They take that experience down quite a bit.
0: Yeah, the way the way PlayStation VR does this tracking is very odd. Um, but maybe the next PlayStation VR is going to have the cameras on the headset itself, like the Oculus Rift S apparently does. Um, so Polygon put out an article, if you can't tell we get most of our news from Polygon, uh, hey, (laughs) if you want to... Are you a media source that wants to be included? Don't have autoplaying at videos on your website because I've went gone to other websites thinking like, oh, let me put their article in. Oh, wait, it has an autoplaying video. I don't want that. I'm going to find Polygon's article because I know their uh, videos won't play.
1: Yeah, and also don't have something that every time you click on anything on your website says, "Oh, you have ad blocker? Shut the fuck up, man! Fuck you."
2: <laughs> this is why I have it. I mean, to be fair,
0: <laughs> Polygon does <is> that too.
2: <laughs> but also, people like people gotta sell ads. It's shitty and stupid, but it's like the way media outlets work,
1: right? Polygon doesn't have a pop up. Polygon oh. in the ad spaces says, "Oh, hey." Hey, could you turn off ad blocker? <laughs> and everyone <laughs> else is just Kotaku more aggressive. Kotaku is like, turn your ad blocker off, please. Uh, and one of them, one of the websites, I don't even remember which one it was because I don't use them anymore. But is like, shut off ad blocker, you can't access our content. Like, okay, well, fuck your content
2: then. Yeah, I don't want that. It's like they. <laughs> it's like you gotta make money. You gotta make money, but at the same time, you gotta have readers. So, speak with speak with your your uh reader money
0: or you could mm-hmm. just put out a podcast for free and just hope people support you on patreon it's been working <laughs> out so well um but the oculus rift uh s uh they did a preview or er, impressions are um so oculus uh's new and improved improved uh rift s uh, has uh improvements including higher resolution screens more comfortable headset and redesigned touch uh Uh, controllers i i don't have the oculus honestly i don't really care about the oculus because the parent company is kind of a jerk um but the fact in
2: in multiple ways like with the exclusivity bullshit yeah etc the
0: the reason i'm bringing this up is the fact that they removed the sensors from like they do not have white houses as as what the vive calls it they instead have several cameras on the headset itself to be able to track where you are and stuff. And that, I mean, part of me thinks that is, A, very cool. That, A, removes apart, like, the bulkiness of it. You don't have to set up the the deal. You can just kind of uh, plug it, less cords and stuff. At the same point, I'm like, does it track as well? Are you going to yeah, be like able- how
2: big of a room can you be in yeah. with it, that is
0: it is it measuring because like Rick and morty v r it'll um you you set up your room and then it will set up the game space for the room you are in like i've I played in a smaller room. And the items were closer together, though like the desk was, was very tightly laid out and then I played in a bigger room and, and the table was more spread out because they knew I could move around more.
2: That's interesting. I didn't think about that's like cool. how they would scale that. I figured it would just be the same size no matter what.
0: No, was, yeah, some games uh, scale based on the room and, and that's very cool. So would something like this do you like do you just put in your room size or is it just like, hey, it doesn't matter? Um, on the same note I, I feel like it's worth mentioning. Oculus also has the quest coming out, which is supposed to be completely wireless because it you are just running it entirely off your head. There is no it's a
2: computer on your head
0: yeah there's no there's no you're not uh running a computer or anything. it's just all in the headset.
2: Was it that one? I wonder, was it that one? Or I think it was a Samsung one that I saw this ad for. And like it, the commercial was like Leslie Jones in the bathtub with the thing on her head. And she was like watching The Shape of Water. And I'm like, I might get that. It sounded really neat. It sounded like
1: that a good does, experience. I, yeah, I'm c- considerably more interested now.
0: <laughs> uh, I've, uh, I've heard a few people pl- uh, try the Oculus Quest at GDC. Um, like Greg Miller said, he played uh, Beat Saber on that, and he said it worked really, really well.
2: Wireless Beat Saber sounds so great. Oh, damn!
0: But uh, on on that same note, like obviously, with that you're giving up room scale. You're giving it's almost cell phone VR esque. I was gonna
2: say, like, what happens if you just? Because I've never played VR on a wireless machine. What happens when you just walk away, like? It, the computer's on your head. Like, how does yeah. it know where you're going? It doesn't. You just you're just stationary.
1: Break from the machine. Super hot. Better beyond that. <laughs> Let's go. I imagine oh
0: it, it tracks the same way that like a cell phone tracks when you're doing like you know Snapchat filters and stuff like that. It, it tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not going to be the same, but it's definitely it's it's cool to see where VR is being pushed towards. Um, and speaking of the next iteration of VR, the reason that I've invited our VR expert Sarah on is that Valve has uh teased and named their I- official VR headset, it's got the dorkiest name ever, the Valve Index. Now, it should be noticed noted that the HTC Vive. Um, Steam had partnered with HTC to make the Vive, and there was a lot of cooperation going on there, but it seems that Steam has kind of broken ties there. I mean, there's probably some like... I
2: think their contract was up or something, and they just decided to do their own thing rather than keeping HTC on.
0: Yeah, I've heard some bad... I, I haven't really had issues with the Vive, but I've heard some bad stuff from them. And we've, we've heard for some time that Steam has been making their own controllers, which has been codenamed the Knuckles, but apparently are just going to be called the uh, uh, Index Controllers. The dorky ones. Yeah, which it's <laughs> uh, like Oculus is a really cool name. Vive is all right. Index. I thought
2: Morpheus was a bitchin' name but PlayStation was like, no, let's not call it that. I'm like, why? No,
0: there'll be too many Matrix jokes. Yeah. Um,
1: That's the idea. No such thing.
0: So we, we got an image of the kind of the side view of the Index and from what we're able to see, there are two cameras on the left and right, which from that indication, I'm saying AR is capable on this.
2: Yeah probably I mean that it could be that it could imply also that um especially if there are any more controllers of event- or cameras eventually that you don't need um lighthouses
0: oh see potentially i'm i'm fair i would i want lighthouses personally i've
2: never minded the lighthouses but everyone's looking at that being like oh could the cameras mean no lighthouses
0: and yeah hmm. see i I'd, i'd be more i want ar in conjunction with the lighthouse like get give me full like let me let me have perfect tracking in ar um but this is pretty sure we'll be supporting lighthouse 2.0 which i'm very excited about because with my lighthouse 1.0 there's some small gaps like there'll be times where things lose tracking and with lighthouse lighthouse 1.0 you can only have two sensors with 2.0 you can have as many sensors as you want i could oh, that's li- awesome i could literally put sensors in my office and then running into my hallway, running all throughout my house, so I could literally walk all around and be tracked.
2: What? So then, like in an open game, like I don't know, like like Arizona Sunshine or something, then you could just like walk forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or what? or like Tilt Brush, you could literally draw stuff all throughout your house. That's insane. If you've got the sensors. Um, along with that, like we we have known that the knuckles have been coming out and. Th- Everything from the knuckles looks so cool. They like, they have individual finger tracking, and they kind of like gripped onto your hand, so that to let something go in, uh, with the knuckle controllers, you just lift your hands out open, and then and you can grab. You know, I saw a a a, um, gameplay video. Uh, of a uh, game where a guy was shooting with his gun and he literally held it like this so he could because it's doing individual tracking and it feels there, there's a lot of like okay you need to press this button on the Vive controller and stuff but if I'm literally like oh how do I let go I'm like open your hand the immersion is going to be so great I am so excited so on the uh, screen for they, they put up the steam page for it and it's just the the picture that we saw and then like more information coming may in terms of resolution i'm guessing this will have at least the five pros resolution and then we already know about the controls i'm assuming we're assuming ar what anything else do you think this is going to come
2: well they've got to they've got to have something that will make people like like me who are er, like earlyish adopters of the um of the HTC Vive want to switch because right now that's what everyone who uses VR on Steam is using so like that's like their entire market so they need to have something beyond what's what's available on that on that device um whether it be like a better resolution or um no need for lighthouses or AR like you said like they need something big I was trying to get an idea of what people were realistically expecting and I found this um this i think it was maybe the HTC subreddit or some kind of vr subreddit where someone had made just a a um a thread that was listing the all the most negative observations they could come up with to like keep people's expectations low and people like yay now i won't get my hopes up but they were talking about how the um because of the specs it was asking for, they're not that much better than um, than what's on most PCs that can run VR technology. They're saying like, oh, the resolution can't be that much better, and like the the processing can't be that much better and stuff. But um, it's got to be a little better at least, and at least it should use the new controllers, which will be nice.
0: If it has the eye tracking that the Vive has, that they they like they showed off that the Vive can basically do higher resolution graphics where you're looking so it doesn't need to be that powerful because they'll just up it where you're looking and and turn it down where you're not so if they use that like maybe you don't need the greatest uh pc ever um it also should be like i think they're selling the thing like you could buy just the controllers i think that'd be cool yeah they and And the controllers will work with whatever headset you have, so you don't necessarily need to get the whole thing if you want.
2: I imagine they would want people to get the whole thing
0: yeah the they put said more information coming May from the rumors I hear it sounds like they were gonna that page is gonna update May first with like the pre order page and Ooh. obviously all the informa- all the specs and stuff. Uh, Because that'd be weird for them to take pre-orders and be like, "You'll find out when it gets there."
2: Yeah. (laughs) So we'll get more (laughs)
0: clarification and probably uh, stuff. I honestly think this will be very affordable because a like you know they've got all this competition, but more because if they they're selling you this headset. And thus you'll be buying steam games and they're taking a cut from all the steam games. So they're going to do the same thing that PlayStation does is they take a loss on the hardware because they'll be making money on the games.
2: Yeah. And if it's just, if if they're not like using anyone else from outside to help develop it, like HTC, then they get to keep all the profits and take no loss or rather not take as much loss. Yeah. What, what, what price point are you thinking?
0: (sighs) What's the PlayStation VR at right now?
2: It's like 302 something maybe.
0: I would say I would say at most 500.
1: That seems excessive. It's 250. I
0: but I mean, I will say that like this is going to be more expensive. I would say probably 300 would be a good If they could hit 300, they're going to be doing great.
2: Yeah, they're gonna do Gangbusters if they do three hundred. But I would, like five hundred's definitely gonna be on the high end of the spectrum. But I would, I would not be surprised at that. I think yeah. four hundred would probably be their best. Like, I that's the most believable point yeah. to me is four hundred. But if it if they manage to get down to three hundred, like, I wouldn't even have to sell my current one to yeah. get it.
0: Three three hundred, then they would be competing competing with the PlayStation VR because there's yeah. nobody else. Uh, at that price point um
2: but i'd I'd gladly pay an extra one or two hundred for it to just be better all
0: around yeah they this will blow the playstation vr out of the water so if you have vr capable pc you're gonna go with the the steam index over the playstation vr i would i would hope so, the, I I think the $300-$500 range I would love for them to come in at 300. 300. I will drop it. No, I honestly, if they come in in that range 300
2: I'm, without the controllers?
0: No, I'm saying 300 whole package. Ooh.
2: I don't know about that, but
0: Is is the whole package 300 from PSVR?
2: PSVR they're counting on you already having the controllers.
0: No, I mean they have a package I think that has yeah, everything. They do um okay well we're gonna that's that's what we got for that um darian is now going to do the patreon producers because i haven't heard her voice yet and i would like to make sure it still exists
1: that's a lie so last geek has launched a patreon to help make great content like this podcast this very amazing podcast that you're currently listening to and or watching for the low low price of five dollars a month you can get a shout-out on every episode of Ready, Set, Gamecast like Aaron C. and Dragons Lucas did. Thanks so much for supporting the show.
0: That didn't sound weird at all. Um, it should be I'm noted not that uh, if you're watching the video version on uh, YouTube, you'll see a, like your name and cool graphic stuff uh, on screen uh, because we wanted to make you the coolest person in town. And birthday confetti. Probably not that, um, but uh, your name will be on screen, and it'll look dope. Let's hop into the topic of the show. After the release of the latest From Software Games, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, there have been talks about uh, Sekiro's difficulty, um, and From Software Games' difficulty in general, and should there be tools to allow players to turn down that difficulty so all gamers are allowed to enjoy the experience, not just, you know, the very hardcore of hardcore gamers.
1: Not just pro gamers.
0: What do you think of adding uh, difficulty options to these type of games? Should more games have an easy mode slash difficulty options? And do you think adding these uh, options lessens the achievements for gamers who play it on the hardest difficulty? What do you, Sarah? You go.
2: Uh, short answer: No, I don't think they need it at all. I think that I, I mean, I don't want to be dick enough to say that it ruins the game or it ruins the point or lessens the um the the reward or whatever. But it's just not what From Software wanted to do. Like they, I love this overarching feeling when playing a From Software game that they're not. They're like take it or leave it. They're like you could you could sit here and play and and adapt to it and get better at it or and figure out the secrets, figure out the stuff that you need to do to um to actually play it and proceed, or don't or play something else. There's like so many other games you could possibly play if you don't want to do that. And uh and that's how I feel. And that comes from a person who I I, I can't. Get very far in Bloodborne on my own. I uh, it's my favorite from software game. I love it a lot. But in order to get past like halfway, I need to play with friends. Like I summon either the NPC or I summon a friend. I'm not that good at it. I'm I'm competent at it. But um. But yeah, I need help. And it honestly, Bloodborne has that has that way to mitigate the difficulty. Um, Sekiro doesn't. It has a completely different, but yet uh, awesome in completely different ways a uh, combat system that you totally can't just approach like you do a normal from software game which is I, I just can't believe how they keep being able to do that and reinvent themselves while still being so similar I think it's really neat I think I, I and I appreciate their um, their artistic vision and the vision for what they want those games to be and I just I don't think that they need to add different game modes I think there's plenty of games that do that and just because you I'm going to feel pretty left out of Sekiro pretty soon, I'm pretty sure because I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it, but it's starting to get difficult to the point where the the enjoyment is really diminishing versus how difficult it is and I might just not play it farther. I might just play more Dark Souls or more Bloodborne because I prefer those. I don't feel I don't feel entitled to to having the game cater to how I want to play it, like it's meant to be played a certain way, and i'd rather respect that than demand it cave to what i want
0: i mean i I do understand that it has like the developers have a certain vision uh for their game, but like by having that vision, they are leaving out large amounts of gamers, and i mean obviously you you've got you're probably thinking of oh you know if you just get good enough but i mean i also saw um the guy from uh, was it able gamers uh talking about how like this is also an accessibility issue about disabled people are not because you don't have you know
2: and you you sure can like I guess, bring that topic into it, I guess, and bring that angle to the issue. I just, I feel like it's I feel like that that whole comparison is kind of inappropriate here, just because you, you could do that with any game, then. No, no, you could I say, mean, like, yeah. all hard games should have a, an easy mode or something like that. Like, like no shit, it would be awesome if I could just have a, a walkthrough mode for Bloodborne, because I adore it, it's beautiful, and I love the world. Like, if I could have, like, a neat PlayStation VR just, just enjoyment mode, I would love that, but I wouldn't want them to change the way you play the game. No,
0: see... But why don't like why don't they just put in that setting? Why don't all games have an easy mode, and then the default is the hard mode? Does does it take away if if they do add in an easy mode? Does it take away from the f- hard mode? Does it take away from the default?
2: It's a good it's a that's a good point because I've always been a big proponent of like when when nerds who like a really old school property get mad about like whatever new version or iteration comes out. They get all they get all just just crazy angry and pissed off. And you just want to say like, hey, they're not taking away the thing you enjoy. They're just making it more accessible to other people, which is there isn't a problem with that. It's just I don't know when it's when it's something like a game series that's historically known for being difficult it's known for you have to play a lot and sort of get the rhythm and get the groove to 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 be able to proceed and enjoy it to its fullest extent then like yeah i I think that should be the way that it's consumed
0: i mean because it's like this or because it's always been like this is an argument for a lot of bad things oh totally um but
2: I also don't think it's like hurting anyone yeah. to to not be able to get past the first few bosses in Sekiro. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to I'm not going to be upset about that.
0: I I think the, uh, it's one of those games of like I know that type of game is not for me and I've I've messed with Bloodborne of like, oh, you know, and but I've I've known that this is a game for very hard gamers, but I think like because Sekiro because these games are unique and have these cool worlds, I think the gamers are going like, hey, it kind of sucks that you're leaving us out by not giving us any options. And it's like, Kingdom Hearts 2, I have seen these like crazy battles by people playing on the hardest difficulty. And that is impressive as heck, but that doesn't mean that we're left out. Like, we're, you know...
2: If I if I try to think about it, like, if I try to really stand back and look at the issue objectively, like, I can see it being a, an issue, like, almost like a physically imposed, like, gatekeepery issue, where yeah. it's like, I want to be impressive just for wearing the shirt, because if you walk around saying, like, with, if you walk around with, like, a Kingdom Hearts shirt, no one's like, oh, did you play that on proud mode? That's really impressive. If you walk around wearing, like, a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne shirt, people don't ask, oh, did you play that on hard mode? They're just like, oh, do you play that and um and that's like i guess the the petty shitty end of the spectrum and to be fair i adore bloodborne i'm never gonna be like oh get good if you can't play it because i'm not very good at it i enjoy it very much like it's a beautiful like it's a beautiful world and awesome intricate story that i think is very neat same same thing to a lesser degree with dark souls but um but it's uh, like, I know my limitations with it. Like, I'm not angry about my limitations with it. I respect the fact that if I want to get farther without help, I have to get better at it or just, you know, adapt to it a little bit better. I think it's a thing that's unique to that type of game. And I wouldn't, I don't know, for, I wouldn't try to take, like, a game type or a game series that has never really fit what I want. Like, I'd never say, like, hey, Borderlands needs to be less mmo even though they totally made a borderlands game that's not mmoe but i would never say like i've always wanted to get into this game so you need to change it to cater to what i want
0: i think arguing
2: i know it's a difficult aspect it's a difficult debate because i agree like i agree with the accessibility aspect of it typically it's just i don't know how you would do that you're
0: you're arguing game mechanics versus like difficulty of them because like yeah you know i'm pretty sure borderlands has like
2: they have difficulty... I'm talking about, like, I don't like the type of gameplay that it is. It's not the yeah. difficulty. It's just the gameplay loop that I don't like. It's not, like, a style that I like. And if it were, honestly, if the... If if Bloodborne were going to be more... If Bloodborne could be made more accessible to, like, um people with actual, like, visual disabilities or, like, any other kind of impairment, um if there were a way to do that, like, changing the difficulty is not going to fix that. Like, that's not going to make it an actual accessibility thing as far as people with disabilities that need it more accessible. It's just people who can't play it very well wanting it to be easier. And that's, I'm just like,
0: nah. I mean, A, it, I think I think it being less, di- you know, if if you have milliseconds, uh, if you have to get the timing down to milliseconds or, like, be very precise, obviously people with a handicaps aren't going to do that. If you make it easier, that's going to mm-hmm. give them more leeway so that you know so even an easier thing will help them but i mean i i do i do feel like it is a form of gatekeeping and there's really no reason that every gamer shouldn't be able to enjoy sekiro like uh, it doesn't take anything away from the people who play it on hard as as would be the, the default yeah um
2: like any any type of Gatekeepery like stuff with games I think is I think is personally stupid and and stopping to think about like maybe that is why people who like the Souls franchises, franchise games and stuff like are so dead set on it being that difficult. I don't know. I I for me it's a it's a vision thing. I just yeah. like I like the attitude that those games take of like we don't have to help you if you don't like it you can leave type yeah. of deal. But I'm not at the same time I'm not going to be mad if they were to release difficulty levels or like make it easier or anything yeah. like that. If for people who want to elect to have it that way, yeah, like more options is never bad, especially if you're not trying to take like an egotistical like. Gatekeeper approach to it, yeah,
0: definitely. Like, you can it can be buried in the options of like you know, just small, small, I like making it
2: difficult to turn the difficulty down is just mean.
0: Yeah, um,
2: <laughs> if you're gonna do it, just do it.
0: Yeah, uh, Darian, any thoughts? Uh,
1: I mean, I feel like you guys covered it pretty well, to be honest. Um, the only thing I guess my perspective i'm also bad at video games i'm very bad at them and i know that games like sekiro and bloodborne and dark souls are not for me because i i i've seen people start that game blind and die within 30 seconds you have to know secrets you have to know like so
2: many secrets and that's just not something i'm here for like it's so mean but at the same time like Maybe it's because like I'm a little mean, but I respect it. I'm just like, oh yeah, be mean to me. I like that. It's, it's... well, sure, but I feel like it's either people being gatekeepery or it's like masochists yeah. <laughs> that want to keep it the way it is.
0: I mean, like, how many people play those games? with watching youtube walkthroughs of like oh where do i go what what's what what skills am i supposed to select
2: well if you like have other friends that play it too it's not so much like the watching it watching a youtube playthrough of it it's like talking to people you know like how did did you figure out how to do this yet and like syncing up on it and I, i like that i like that aspect of it that they don't spoon feed you or spoon feed you the answers
0: yeah i mean maybe maybe when the game first comes out there's definitely that But as games you're probably watching a full Walkthrough of like oh where? I mean like Dark Souls I ended up Getting a decent way into Like Dark Souls 2 or something And I got to a certain point Where everywhere I went I just Was getting my ass kicked Because like I think I was supposed To take a certain path and like, I ended up going. A lot of it's memorization. Well, yeah, it's like they want you to go, like, they'll give you a lot of different places, but like, you're kind of supposed to do it in a certain order. And I pulled up a walkthrough of like, where am I supposed to go? And it was like, okay, from the starting area, go here, go then, go here, go here. And I'm like, I did not do it. I'm, I guess I'm just, I'm done. This is for sure. This from f- the like,
1: beginning of the game, this is what you have
2: to do. Like, the secret, <laughs> for sure. Like, I'd say, like, a good. T- of the success is just memorizing like all of the enemies like what their pattern is how you have to hit them before they transform or how you have to I don't know jump off a certain ledge or not go the way you think you were supposed to be going and it's that it's got this like this quality to it where once you figure it out you can kind of reverse engineer it and know like oh there was actually clues for this. They were very subtle and very clever, but there were actually clues to tell you like what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to do it. And um, and obviously you die a lot, so you get to know these areas very well as you as you move along. And there's just something really satisfying about that. It's not just in like beating the hard boss. It's just returning to a level like 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 you're in cheers like everybody knows your name and stuff it's just this this familiarity you 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 build up by by having to repeat it a bunch of times cuz cause it, cause it is difficult and stuff like maybe i could almost say like i don't want to deprive anyone else of that it's frustrating but it's rewarding and very fun
0: um but i i will say just kingdom hearts 2 i have seen the I've seen a ranking of the hardest bosses in Kingdom Hearts two, and some of the crazy Those can get brutal. Yeah, and and the guys playing on the hardest difficulty and these crazy crazy like give Dark Souls a run for their money in terms of like the specific quickness of it, and I am so amazed by the players who can pull that off. But the fact that I am able to play that same game and go through the experience and it's very different for me. But its I still get to experience the same world that's all I'm asking for them is is give them the challenge that they want and give me the world. let us let us both get what we want for out of the game.
2: yeah that's and there's technically no argument for that. I yeah. just it, it, the the way I've always seen it is like there's so many games in so many genres that do that, yeah. and there's like a few in like a few genres that don't. So it's I don't know I feel like not not ever not everything has to have that that quality to it, but at the same time it's not I'm a I'm a real I'm a real Libra person when it comes to debates I'm always like oh both points have have a lot of merit but I'm
0: a Libra too so take that
1: same is this a Libra podcast
0: apparently oh
1: damn holy shit well
0: welcome to the Libra questions and comments welcome
2: to the Libra bisexual podcast
0: <laughs> um. T- do you want to be a part of the show? Or, Darren, do you want to do questions? You always do questions. I,
1: <laughs> I don't know. You kind of took the reins, so I was like, all right, cool. I,
0: I was just trying to get off the topic of the show. I was just aborting. <laughs> I, was, I was
2: pulling i I'm us Fuck this. <Darren. laughs> before, we, like, before we debate so hard, we just see each other's yeah. points too well and then just switch completely.
0: Uh, Darren, do you want to do the question? The one question we have?
1: Sure. Do you want to be a part of the show? Go to ReadySetGameCast.com forward slash submit to submit a question, comment, or your favorite color of Yoshi for us to read on the
0: show. Come on. It's perfect to be able to go like your, your astrological sign. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It checks out.
0: Yeah. Anyway, what's the... Go ahead.
1: Your favorite astrological sign, so yeah. your own Tell me what your sign is. My favorite is, is Scorpio.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe you know, like I really like the Leo because they're a lion.
1: I like the Aquarius because there's a song about the age of Aquarius. I'm not even sure it has anything to do with the signs, but...
0: <laughs> uh, what's the question?
1: Me Man has asked, what do you think about Prince Charles banning Fortnite?
2: Did he actually do that? He talked about it. He didn't. So they can't play Fortnite in the UK anymore. No,
1: they can. He just talked about how they're, how they are, um, they're.
0: It's addictive. I, yeah, I heard
1: addictive, hypnotic. I think something like that, something along yeah, those I lines. Guess if you're
2: like invested in the lives of the people, it's it's entrancing. Then I could see how you wouldn't like it, but, but
0: like. Lots of things are, it's just, it's big. Like, did he-
2: Whatever, they've got legal online gambling there, so he no. can just shove that.
0: He didn't, he didn't make the case when the kids were playing Minecraft.
2: It's because he's tight with Notch.
0: Yeah, kids, kids were just as much into Minecraft when that was big as they are into Fortnite.
2: Like, also, there'll be more Fortnite. There'll be, like, there's already Apex. Like, there'll be a new Fortnite if you yeah. get rid of it. It's pointless. I'm one of those, you can't stop the tides.
0: I, walk, I walked up, uh, by a, a bunch of kids, about, I would say about 10-year-olds the other day, and pr- no prompting whatsoever. They asked me if I played Fortnite. I told them I did, and then they asked me how many wins I got, and then I lied.
2: Yeah, that's safe. They're all just there to measure dicks. Yeah, kind of. <laughs>
0: <There's> a- <laughs> uh, well, see, the sad thing is, I lied and told them... I got three wins. And they're like, oh. And then I was like, well, reverence. (laughs) I was like, I play better games than Fortnite anyway. And they're like, Apex. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And then I ran away. Okay, the
1: funny thing is the argument right now is Apex versus Fortnite. But I have a coworker who is still on the PUBG train. So yeah. when me and all my other coworkers were all excited about uh, Apex, he was like, "Yeah, I can't play it. It's too futuristic. It sucks." Like, okay, so you play PUBG? Sorry, you can't use a frying is, pan. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little. You know, PUBG doesn't have a leg to stand on right now. To be honest, uh, no, PUB PUBG.
0: PUBG is its own thing and is cool at what it does and comparing it to the each one is so unique and if PUBG you are PUBG
1: was cool.
0: No, PUBG is still cool at what it is and it is a unique experience and just because it's not the greatest hot new thing it no other, none of these other games offers the same experience that PUBG does and
1: PUBG was cool and did change the the topic but yeah. it's it's not it can't keep up. It's not. It also made
2: everything up. have to have a battle royale mode, which I don't appreciate.
1: It did a really good job of creating a genre, and I respect yeah. it for that, but it's not relevant anymore. There are other games that are now doing it better. I was a diehard PUBG person. Sorry, it's just not good anymore. They. They couldn't fix their problems. And now there are other games that have come and have fixed the problems and run better. Like, even just performance-based. Like, PUBG never got past the always crashing, can't connect, having issues with graphical glitches. They were like, just, like,
2: addicted to that those beta specs.
1: Right. Like, I I, I would like to play, like, buy a game. I, I bought and paid for PUBG and a bunch of its DLC, DLC, it's... it's um, it, uh, yeah, the Crates. just the skins and stuff. The skins, exactly. Yeah, which is my thing. I'm a whore for skins. But it is <sighs> the fact that it can't run at the same rate that the other games do, and the other games are free. Like, I'm sorry, PUBG is not relevant anymore. It, it was good, it did some good things for the genre. It's just not, it can't keep up. It's not there anymore. It's not cool anymore. I don't like not being able to run a game that I paid for. That's where
2: I'm coming. I can't from argue from PUBG. with you, but I don't play any of those games.
0: I think it's still <laughs> fun in its own aspects. Battle Royale
2: should have a difficulty mode.
0: I mean, it does the, the long...
2: gimmicky bullshit. Yeah, it's of, it's like... separating people into skill levels, to my to my knowledge, right?
0: It's playing it when you first when the game first starts, and then once longer it <laughs> goes on, it gets harder. Because mm. when you when you first when the game first launches, everybody does it no shit, but then like. 3 weeks in everybody knows exactly where the guns are the every inch of the map they know exactly
2: with uh, pubg in particular i used to people i knew used to uh, refer to playing on different servers as playing on different difficulties mm-hmm. but that's that was shitty <laughs> pubg like
1: okay day 1 nobody knew what was going on and it was fun cuz it was always surprising Three weeks in, everybody knew where the loot was, where to go for this stuff. You know where to avoid, where everybody else is going to be. Three months in, it was like okay, projecting bullet drop and what each scope is going to do, and you know how this gun reacts versus this gun, and the, the the different damage you get from the bullet types, and getting into the more scientific, much more complicated aspect of the game.
2: That's why I've just never been able to get into any game where you play with like. The general public or like people in general because it's just that like what every there will always be someone who like doesn't have a job or like has like the extra spare time that can just drill down so hard where it's like Mm -hmm. not fun for people who don't have that kind of time to dedicate to like knowing it that well and stuff it's just
0: yeah ninja the game
2: just kind of i I don't know it, it adjusts itself to where like all the other players are too good
0: I, w- I will say that the way to combat that, which is something Fortnite does very well and uh, Apex is starting to catch up a little bit, is to just keep updating it, release new guns and new stuff so the meta is constantly changing so that nobody yeah. can mm-hmm. get a firm handle of like, this is the best thing because new guns are completely changing the dynamic of like, how does this fit into the thing? Um, but I don't think Prince Charles is going to ban Fortnite, and nor should he.
2: I'd like to see him try though.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll punch him in the jaw <laughs> like not only
2: are we separating from the EU we are separating from the Fortnite servers or the yeah the Fortnite right Yeah, yeah.
0: but this brings us to the housekeeping section grab that broom we gotta clean up this place before the guests get here um, <laughs> go to lastgeek.com for links to the podcast on all your favorite podcast services including iTunes Spotify and Stitcher as well as the video version on YouTube. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review it on iTunes and Stitcher. It helps us grow and become more powerful. I'm following what everyone else does. Yeah, I I put it in the notes, but no no one ever reads the part that I say everybody flexes.
2: It's
1: because our notes are so fucking dense. Like, read this novel before you come on our podcast.
0: Um <laughs> other last geek stuff you should check out. There's a new game Make Corp episode out there It was a game. I don't remember. I know you it's came the unicorn before. one yo shit, yeah, the unicorn one we We just recorded that on Tuesday. It was a uh, unicorn town adventure. It's a game that only one person can play it at a time and everybody's playing the same game and only one person can play it at a time.
1: So it's like an it's in an arcade cabinet?
0: No, like it's it's Like you've
2: like you've been in queue for like a year. Yeah.
0: It's it's like Fallout oh. 4, but only one player can play the game at a time. So you got to like be like, "Okay, I'm going to jump in the queue," and like one year later you get your shot to like play.
1: And it's like a one life system?
0: Well, you know the great way to find out how this game works go to your podcast service and listen to Game Make Corp it's there it's hilarious i did a great thumbnail for it
1: It's got a unicorn on it i imagine
0: It does it has a unicorn and a <laughs> dragon and it's so pretty Uh Last Geek has a merch store go to lastgeek.com/store to check out uh, the stickers t-shirts and even leggings for your favorite Lasky podcasts. Um, they're there. They're very fairly priced. I brought the prices down as low as the thing will let me.
2: I want some leggings with your uh with your uh Elite Dangerous ship on it.
0: I d I don't have that. Um there's <laughs>
2: sorry, that's not a thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I did, the Game A Corp ones I'm very proud of. I haven't the last or the Race I Game Cast ones, uh harder because the way the logo's laid, like, ready and set are very short words, and Gamecast is very long, so I just, I don't know. You can look at them and decide if they're cool, and then maybe buy I them. I
1: mean, I'm going to get them, and I only won't wear them if they fit me wrong, but I'll have them.
0: Cool. I think the premium leggings, so they should feel so good. Um.
2: <laughs> you mean you haven't worn them?
0: I I have the Game Make Corp ones coming Wednesday for my girlfriend. I will not be partaking. We will find out <laughs> how the legging wear. We will find out how the leggings fit on Wednesday. Um this brings us to the end of the podcast. Uh Darien, where can people find you?
1: They can find me at twitch.tv forward slash dexterity d e X T E R I D E E. And I've got uh, Twitter and an
2: Instagram that I update sometimes.
0: Sarah, pimp your shit.
2: Really my shit is um let's see you're at Cyru, which is spelled S-C-I-R-E-W on Twitter. You can find links to most of most other things through there. I'm occasionally on a podcast called dual screen audio, and occasionally can we just talk about blank with a with a various um theme plugged in there but yeah we uh we try to we try to post every other week sometimes every week if we're very active yeah
0: okay and th- then it's my turn uh last geek on twitter last geek plays on instagram and twitch uh facebook.com slash lastgeek i don't really post there but sometimes i do and then it's special um and lastgeek.com for links to this podcast and all the Last Geek podcasts that exist Uh, thank you for listening Uh, thank you to Sarah for coming on and we will see you again in two weeks
2: bye bye